Okay, so this is Tiffany, and I'm here with Jesse of Pan Lines at the Sinclair to talk about food. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I, um, I've seen that today is the last day of the tour. It is. For the band, and you've been touring for a month? Four now? weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. So um, how has the tour been for you guys uh, in terms of the food that you've had? Well, you know, the thing about touring in general is that there's highs and lows so when it comes to food the lows are usually just the all the in-between spots and when you don't have enough time you know you to find a good place you have to grab something quick and also for me like i get very hangry if i don't eat for a while okay so for me there's a big impulse to like i have to eat and if i don't take care of it when i'm looking at it i'm afraid it's going to be hours before i get a chance again i'll be a worse person yeah so less um, sort of eating snacks on the road and more deliberate meals, you'd say? or Yeah. Also, another thing, I have a rule on tour, my salad policy, is if I see a salad, I should eat that salad. Because sometimes if you don't see salad for days at a time. But um, in general, when we tour, we always try to find wherever we can and wherever we have the time, we'll use like chef's feed or the eater app or whatever to find a decent place and we've sort of we sort of spaced them out throughout the tour where we went to like really great restaurants in different cities and then there are also the places that we go back to from every time we're in town yeah what are some examples of places you've returned to um one is in austin um there's a several east side king restaurants mm -hmm. um i think it's paul from top chef i can't remember his full name but paul from top chef okay. yes yeah. okay mm -hmm. so he has a bunch of restaurants um east side king it's like thai style street food right. and we go every time we're in austin to one of, we've been to most of them they're very similar that's cool yeah. i've been to i went to a pop-up that he did in new york oh really wow yeah. this was at uh city grits you know about it it's like an abandoned school that they turned into this like pop-up restaurant place that and sounds about right. the bathrooms are literally like, they're like little kid bathrooms. It feels super weird. That's but, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love that place. Um, what would you recommend there? Do you usually get the same thing when you go? Or I like to get the, one of the bento boxes, which is just like a little of everything pretty much because I want to try everything. Okay. Yeah. Any other um, returns that you've had? Um, let's see. On this tour, not so, the thing about this tour is we went to a lot of cities that we had never been to before. Yeah, because I saw you started out in the Midwest or something, and I, yes. I personally have no experience eating in the Midwest, so I don't really know what's there. What was your experience like? A lot of bar food. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> um, you know... That yeah, that the Midwest part it was it was a, that was the toughest part of this tour because the shows were so so, we we didn't have a lot of time anywhere except for Cincinnati. We had a day off in Cincinnati and um, and then we got robbed in St. Louis. I heard about yeah. that on your podcast. Yeah, while we were doing a food trip. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. So what what were you eating when you got robbed, and was it worth um, it? No, it's never gonna be worth Not it. Not at all. It wouldn't have. There was no way it was close. We went, well, I, I have these friends in New York who own a restaurant called Speedy Romeo. It's in my neighborhood okay. in Brooklyn, in Clinton Hill. And they do this St. Louis style pizza. So I, I wrote, I tweeted them. I was like, where should we eat in St. Louis? And he said, you have to go to Emo's. That's where we get our cheese from. Yeah, it's like a St. Louis cheese. chain. So I'm like, all right, we're all going to Emo's. 
We park the Sprinter middle of the city, middle of the day, go inside, eat the pizza. It's so-so. It's fine. Like, it's not great. I wouldn't... Something to write home about. It was unique cheese, I guess. I've never had St. Louis pizza, so what makes it St. Louis? The, the, The cheese is called Provol. Which I think is... Provolone and something else? I think it's maybe like a mix of provolone and mozzarella. Okay. That's what it felt like. And then, you know, it was fine. And then we went outside and we went back to the um, Sprinter, opened the door, got in, and someone was like, where's all our stuff? Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, and apparently it happens in St. Louis a lot because I was contacted by the local news and did a little segment about it. Because bands keep getting robbed there. So that was all very dark. And then, but once we got out west, it started to get better. The best, first best meal I remember on this tour was in a new restaurant in Seattle called New, N U E. Okay. And, uh, the band. No. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pretty new place, and they do, um, it's very international. It's like international street food, like, refined or whatever okay so like sit down sit down place yeah sit down place so it's like i can't remember exactly what it is but you could get like jerk chicken wings and oxtail soup and different mixes of stuff but it was all really good and we met the owner and we invited her to the show oh that's so nice and i said i put her on the guest list and then we're playing the show and i'm looking down and i'm playing and i see her like smiling (laughs) like waving at me that's so cute (laughs) Yeah, it was cool. It was fun, and I'd definitely go back there. What was the name of this place again? New N-U-E. Okay. Yeah, so that was the first really good meal I can remember, and that was about two weeks into the tour. Okay. Almost. Yeah, so So it took a while to get there. Yeah, but after that, it got rolling. You know, San Francisco, I had a burrito, and we went to, in Phoenix, we went to Pizzeria Bianco, which is a famous Phoenix pizza place. Which I was a little dubious about because now um, brick oven, wood burning oven, yeah, it's, pizza, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, this place has been there since 1987. So, oh, wow. Um, one, our drummer makes pizza at Roberta's in New York. Um, do you know Roberta's? Oh, Roberta's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a That's cook. in Brooklyn too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the best. That, it's an okay. amazing place. Better than Defara? Well, that's old. That's first wave. You can't really compare. (laughs) Roberta's is third wave, and they're kind of the kings of it. Okay. Um, Where in Brooklyn is it? It's in Bushwick. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, And so our drummer is a chef there, pizza chef. Oh, no way. That's cool. I wanted to get his take on this pizza review. He's like, it's legit. It's good. And it was amazing. It was great. Yeah. Do you have any restaurant experience or anyone else in the band? No, I, well, my first job was at a bagel shop when I was oh, 14. Really? Yeah. What did you do at the bagel shop? Were you baking? I, or? I bagged, oh, bagged okay. bagels. Yeah. <laughs> it was a place that, it was like an industrial bakery. Oh, and on okay. the weekends, someone convinced them to let them use the ovens to just make bagel, wholesale bagels. Okay. So they used the ovens and they'd come straight out and they'd be in these big bins and people would come and you order a dozen at a time. Does it still exist? I have no idea. It was called <laughs> was Planet this? Bagel in Maryland. Okay. Suburban Washington, D.C., Rockville, Maryland. Would that, did that give you any sort of, um, when you look for a bagel, has that changed your outlook on bagels generally, having worked in one? I mean, I, I knew... Slash factory? Sounds like it was kind of, of like that. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of wholesale bagel. Yeah. Like, we didn't do sandwiches. We just did dozens. Bagels, yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, I knew when Einstein bagels appeared, which was after this, I knew that they didn't boil their bagels, mm-hmm. which is kind of the definition of a bagel. Yeah. So I knew that that was not legit. Okay. Uh, at a very young age. Um, that's it. I mean, I got, yeah, that, that was, that's not really all I took away from that. I still like them. I didn't lose the interest in bagels because of working okay. with them. Yeah. yeah. All right. And you said that you've been finding places to eat from like Chef's Feed and Chef's Eater. Feed and Eater. Those are two apps yeah. that we'll use. Yeah. Are you anti Yelp? I know a lot of people are, so I'm just wondering. Do you um, have- I wouldn't go so far as to say that I'm anti Yelp, but there's a part of me that's like, I would never write a review for a place. Okay. And so it just doesn't occur to me to ever write a review for a place. So I'm not necessarily going to be somebody who looks only to the opinions of people who do write reviews. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't identify with the impulse to write them. So my go-to isn't necessarily the voice of all the people who do. Does that make sense? Um, So, And every time I look at it, it's like, I had a bad experience here. Well, you know, that happens. Well, they're not food writers. Yeah. Yeah. different perspective so but you know yelp reviews make their way into are making their way into more and more things that are not yelp mm-hmm. you know like google maps or a- apple maps uses it and so they they make their way in but right i'm not a big fan of internet comments okay. in general so i try to sort of get my information from a mixture of places okay do like have... I'll, sometimes I'll just be in a city and I'll be like I'll just Google Bon Appetit, Portland or like whatever city I'm in because yeah. at some point they probably wrote a review of a or a, a profile of a restaurant mm-hmm. and I really like Bon Appetit magazine's approach to like cooking and food so generally what they like is what I like. Okay. So I'll do that sometimes. Yeah. All right. And I'm curious. Do you have any opinions on the uh, Chef's Speed redesign? I, Shocking! I, I, was, I, I was so Shocking. I was confused when I when it happened I saw, on the middle in the middle of this tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened like two weeks ago or something. Yes. I remember I opened up my phone. and I was like, "What is this?" And then yeah. it wasn't even just that the icon was different when you open it. The animation, Everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it, like it the licks style. your screen. Yes. It's yellow. <laughs> it's totally different. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to like. One time I t- I mentioned them and they tweeted me. They're like, "We're fans of the Ooh, band." So okay. I. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I like them. I use them. I haven't quite explored the redesign. I wonder why they felt like they had to change so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Yeah, I've been I've been a really big fan of Chesapeake. That's usually what I use when I go traveling for conferences and stuff for my research. But uh, when I saw the redesign, I was just like, it seems like a Yelp direction, but I don't, I haven't yeah. used it myself. So it's kind of like say. a Rolling Stones logo a little bit now yeah, with yeah, the, it is. the tongue. <laughs> I was, we talked about it on this tour, okay. Eric and I. Yeah. We were like, did you see the new re- <laughs> the redesign? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, well, congratulations on highlights. Thank you. Um, I was wondering if, because uh, I, I read that a lot of the, I guess, early recording happened in Pittsburgh. The first week yeah. of recording did. Yes. Yeah. So do you have um, any? It might get loud in a few seconds. Okay. I just realized that. We'll just, it'll be part of, it'll be yeah, ambiance. Yeah, no, I just um, had, yeah. Because we're about fine. to sound check. Um, the first week was there. Okay. Um, just where we started writing it. And it was sort of like a trip back home to Eric, where he's from, and he took me to a bunch of his spots, and 
we worked in the basement and it was mixed experience. Yeah. And, uh, but I've spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh also. I have family there too. So, um, yeah, you know, as a food town, it's, it's like a sandwich city. Like it's hard to have a meal in the middle of the day. That's not a sandwich. And I love sandwiches. So, you know, yeah. Pluses and minuses. Yeah. Yeah. So, Thinking of back to, I guess, that first week of recording material for the album, would you say the food you associate with that week would be sandwiches, or is there a particular food? I think it would have, well, the main food I, I remember that week, we went to two different hot dog places. Okay. One is a place that I love called um, D's Six Packs and Dogs, which is a, it's just a Pittsburgh place. You get hot dogs and you walk into a room-sized cooler to pick out your beer. Okay. In Pennsylvania, it's very common to buy six packs at restaurants. They have weird liquor laws. And then we also went to the O, the original hot dog shop downtown, where oh, like okay. if you order a small French fries, they literally take a, a whole tray and just dump French fries on top of it, and that's your order of French fries. <laughs> okay. So those are the two places that stand out the most. All right. So yeah. like really healthy food. Really healthy. <laughs> yeah. So, but you're getting just, your salad fixed now. So. It's a range of between gray and brown (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) Uh, yeah so um and then was part of the like mixing or something happened in la i yes we we did like three trips to la to work on this album with patrick ford who's our co-producer he was our live sound guy we worked with him he moved out there and has a studio so we went out there about three or three or four times while we were making the album yeah and yeah, that's a great food city. Right. I mean, everything in California kind of just. My thinking is that like New York has better restaurants because it's so competitive and there's so many chefs and it's so competitive. But the food in California is better. Hmm. The food itself is better because it's just a generally higher level of food, produce, things that are from there. So the it, things are just taste good there. But New York has the restaurants, better mm, restaurants overall. That's interesting. What do you mean, like, the produce is better? It's fresher. There. Everything's yeah. fresher. Everything's more, like, in season. It's more grown there. Right. The stuff doesn't come from as far away. It's just a more of a fresh food yeah. place, just in general. And they have a longer tradition of caring about ingredients than right. we do, at yeah. least. Um, so... Overall, I think, like, food just in general, if you're going to walk into a random place, it's going to be a little bit better Hmm, out there. Yeah. Okay. That's my theory. That's an interesting theory. I mean, I think people definitely associate, like, California cuisine with the Bay Area, but L.A. definitely has its own, like, can hold its own in terms of restaurant scene and food scene, too. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll go to um, Forage in okay, Silver Lake yeah. a lot, and um, Squirrel is another place I like a little more than Eric likes it. Um, rice bowls—that's my thing when okay. I'm in LA. Just like a, that's I—I I could eat that every single day. Just like a bowl of rice or brown rice or some sort of grain, some pickled vegetable, some sort of protein, some chopped scallions, some sauce of some mm-hmm. kind, maybe some kimchi salmon would would be that would be like my ideal meal i could eat that every single day yeah that sounds pretty healthy yeah and that's what i like to cook at home also okay are you much of a cook then or is that typically what you do when you're not on tour yeah 
I like to. I, I like to. And one of the things that about touring that I don't like, that I miss, is that I um, don't get to cook. You know, actually, on this tour, I was home for two nights in the middle. I flew oh, that's home, nice. yeah, and I saw my wife, mm-hmm. and I cooked while I was home. That's what I did. I made a salad. I made food. I left stuff for her in the fridge, and then I flew back and finished the tour. Okay. Yeah. What did you make? I made, um, well, salad is my main thing. So okay. I made a big, big salad. Salads are hard, though. You need to definitely have the right ingredients for it to taste good. Yeah. What, do you, what did you put in your salad? My, well, I usually stick to one salad for a while, and then it'll turn into a different salad, and then that will be my go-to salad. For a while, I was really into uh, making this, like, Greek marasalata, I think it's called, which is just, like, romaine, dill scallions cucumber and just olive oil and lemon now i do like i like to make like arugula fennel and cucumber and then i like to make anchovy dressing oh okay yeah that sounds great yeah (laughs) and parsley always parsley the thing i always buy at the grocery store is uh, every time i go to the grocery store i buy lemon parsley and maybe one other herb mm-hmm. and just put it in everything yeah well that goes in a lot of things i sound like Italian, such a food person yeah. right now no this is great yeah <laughs> well um one thing i was wondering was i know that your your band has kind of ex- expanded the so, live band yeah last time i saw you guys it was just you and eric correct and now there's more people correct so what's it like touring and getting food with great more question people? makes it, it a lot harder yeah it makes it a lot harder especially for me because um I really don't like being in a restaurant with, like, more than three other people at the most. Like, a large group of people at a restaurant is, like, my worst idea of a good time. splitting the bill. Splitting the bill. What do you want to order? Are we sharing? Are we this, that? You have to wait for everybody to be there. Like, the big, long birthday dinner is, like, it's (laughs) not... Nightmare. (laughs) So there have been times on this tour where, like, I found a place I wanted to go and I called. This happened last night. And... I was like, what's the wait for six? And they're like, an hour. I'm like, right in Six f- now. The first, that was, well, there's also our tour manager, yeah, our yeah. lighting guy. Your so, sound guy. Yeah. yeah. So this is in front of everybody. I'm like, what's the wait for six people? And they're like, an hour. And then I'm like, how about for one person? And everyone laughed <laughs> because I'll just do that. I'll just be like, I'm out. See you guys later. <laughs> I'm just going alone because it's like I need to... If I have, feel like I haven't had a good meal in a while, I feel like I just need to get it when I can. I have to okay. be like a, I have to be ruthless about it. <laughs> so I went out to go there by myself, but then I actually ran into some friends on the street at, in Philadelphia and had okay. ate with them. Okay. Yeah. So is, is part of it sort of, I know being in a, like touring with the same group of people for four weeks can be also pretty grueling. Is that part of it too? Or is it mostly you just want to have a good meal and it's hard to coordinate with well people. it's just like the more people there are like the more different agendas there are in yeah. every single place and someone wants to go close to the club and someone doesn't care and somebody wants to meet a friend and some there's just somebody there's a vegan yeah that's the sound i was talking about <laughs> and so it's just like i'm not some nights um i'll just go with whoever like happens to be there hey come let's have dinner you know other nights i'll just i can see the conversation starting i'm just like i'm out i'll see you at the show okay yeah i have no problem doing that. okay and no no sort of like i know some people feel really uncomfortable eating by themselves 
at restaurants. Yeah, not, but that's not, not. Well, I'll usually sit at the bar. If I'm oh, alone, I'll sit at the bar. It's also easier. You can walk in almost anywhere yeah, and yeah. sit at the bar. I don't feel if it's lunchtime, I can sit at a table and like order off the menu with the server and maybe like read a newspaper, or look at my phone or whatever. At night, I wouldn't feel good. Good like yeah. going into a restaurant, sitting alone and order. It wouldn't feel great. But I'd sit it takes at the bar. Longer, so you're sitting by yourself for like forty minutes. Yeah. So I'll usually just sit at the bar. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so you mentioned before that I, you're from Brooklyn. Okay. 12 years I've okay. been there. Yeah. Wow. So um, I'm sure you have your sort of go-to places then having lived there for so long. So yes. if you had a friend visiting you, yeah. where would you take them to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip breakfast for a second. Lunch. Well, I'll just mention, I'll just mention a couple restaurants. Okay, one is, I already did, Speedy Romeo in Brooklyn. I love it. You can go for lunch or dinner there. Or brunch. Um, they do pizzas. They have this big wood-burning grill. Uh, wood-burning oven and a wood-burning grill, which is pretty cool. Um, and they do pizzas and other grilled stuff. Another place I really like is called Glady's in, in Crown Heights. Also could be lunch or dinner. Maybe it's just dinner there. It's sort of like a West Indian, kind of modern West Indian place. Um, very cheap, very, very delicious. You could, If you went with a group of, like, four people, you could just, like, order one of everything, and it would be the perfect amount of food, and you'd have a great meal. Mm. Lots of, like, little bowls of sides, and, like, it's really good. Um, Breakfast is tough. I guess I don't really go out for breakfast that much. Okay. Yeah, I mean Murray's Bagels. I like. I'm a big fan of Murray's. In there's two locations, um, in the city. I once saw Bill Murray there. That's great. Yeah, That's a at story. Murray's, and I was just like, I was like, there's a way to like say something to him that would be funny and cool just because. Oh, I'm sure in... he's heard it before though. Yeah, and I was like, nah, yeah. Okay. So. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so the second place was your dinner recommendation. Well, Glady's. Yeah. They're both, like, pretty... Ca- Glady's, I think, is only open for dinner. So that'll be my dinner recommendation. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, so I just have one last question, then. Yeah. Uh, while this band... I'm guessing this is the opener. That's not... No, 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 oh, no. That's our... That's, that's just the sound check. You guys have a new check. sound? This is our sound... <laughs> no. It's our sound guy's way of testing the system out oh got it so he runs that through the system and he can hear every frequency he needs to hear yeah, yeah. he does it in every room so he knows what to listen for okay yeah and then okay. he does this song Depeche Mode yeah yeah and he All hears right. that in every room <laughs> and when we hear this Depeche Mode song Enjoy the Silence that's when I know I need to get up there because I'm next oh yeah. nice okay that's like your lead in song then before you guys get on stage no or? no no this is just for sound checking okay, okay we're not probably. playing for four hours from now no yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. alright so so this is just the sound check procedure yeah okay yeah. Um, so one last question sure so if you were to try to encapsulate tan, tan lines into yes. a dish on a menu Ooh. what sort of dish would that be well, it would have to be sweet and sour. At this, it, that that would that would be the that's the essence of tan lines. That's mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the winky, winky sad, sour, right? right? The yin yang. It's the mixture of seemingly disparate things in one cohesive unit. 
So, it, you know, maybe it would be like, um, so I don't know. I don't want to say sweet and sour chicken because that's not a good dish. <laughs> that's not a good food. It would have to be healthier than that. Maybe it would be some sort of, um, you know, rice bowl with like a, am I creating the dish or am I picking something that already exists? It's up to you. It's some sort of modern, healthy version of sweet and sour chicken. Okay. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's like, it's familiar, nostalgic. So it hits the nostalgic part of you that liked that dish when you were a kid, maybe. But it's modern and uh, healthy mm -hmm. and appro age appropriate for like a person in their 30s. <laughs> okay. Thir age appropriate uh, sweet and sour chicken for someone in their 30s that yeah. likes... That likes what? That likes, well, it would be delicious. Whatever it okay. is, it will be delicious. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And just the chicken by itself? No, no, no. no. Well, uh, over rice. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... And with a lot of vegetables and herbs. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it for my questions. Do you have any other uh, final food, thought, food thoughts that you wanted to close with? I, I already had way more thoughts than I ever expected to <laughs> talking to you. So I'm good. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you.